Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. And with that, welcome to America's Heroes Group, our roundtable with our partner, Jesse Brown, VA. August is National Wellness Month. Today is Saturday, August 12th, 2023. Our host is Cliff Kelly. You heard at the top of the hour. I'm Sean Clement, the co-host. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortego. Scott's under productions, but he's not here with us today, so you are seeing us on WVUN.com. So look at WVUN.com to see what we look like, and we'll wait back on YouTube and Facebook shortly. Panelists today, Josephine Diaz, working with the Department of Veterans Affairs, 21 years, first as an assistant nurse, and then starting in 2008 as a police officer. Rodney William, currently a criminal investigator with the Veterans Mental Evaluation Team, VMET, team since 2000 and 2001. Sebastian Weaver served the Department of Veterans Affairs as a police officer since 2013. He is the major of compliance, keeping the police department compliant with rules and regulations of the federal government and the Office of Security and Law Enforcement, which oversees the Department of Veterans Affairs Police. He also served 23 years as a Chicago police officer. And we're going to talk about the Jesse Brown Department of Veterans Affairs Police, which many people did not know they had. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you? Wonderful. Great to have you on our show. So tell us about... The, the the VA's police force. Is it different than a regular security force? So what is this? What exactly is the, the, police, the police force in VA? Um, okay, this is Sebastian Weaver. The VA police are armed, uniformed, and plainclothes federal law enforcement officers of the Department of Veteran Affairs. Um, the VA police provide protection for all VA medical centers, uh, their community-based outreach clinics, which are commonly referred to as CBOX. Um, the Veterans Benefits Administration offices is where uh, veterans go to seek uh, their uh, disability benefits, and VA national cemeteries. Um, the VA police are responsible for the safety of veterans, their families, staff, and any visitors that might come to uh, any of those facilities. And I can imagine safety is something that people are very concerned about today with everything happening, and particularly in Chicago, being a, a city that has it's been known uh, nationally, internationally, even for, with crime and violence. So tell me, uh, what is it like doing the work that you do every day? This is a question for Josephine, um, because the reason I'm asking you this question, because you have a background in psychology, um, and also you have 20 years of experience with law enforcement. And you also worked with disabled veterans, so so I want to but kind of get your take on what it's like working at the at the Jesse Brown VA as a police officer. Tell me a little bit about your job. Um. Okay. So uh, I'm right now a police lieutenant. I am in charge of a shift, and I am also overseeing administrative and patrol functions. 
I am also part of the crisis intervention program, which is designed to assist veterans in crisis and victim, uh, I'm sorry, and victimization that is going on there with the victim advocacy program, which is designed to assist the victims of crime. Uh, these two programs are very amazing, as you mentioned. They kind of related with my uh, background, with uh, my psychology um, degree and um, training. Also, with the years of experience after 21 years almost at the end of this year, working at the VA. I started working with veterans um, from a very intimate point of view when I was uh, taking care of their clinical needs uh, for six years. And then I moved on to the police department to serve from a different angle. Um, going back to these two programs, I can say to you that these are amazing. I am very passionate to follow the mission of the VA to serve and protect veterans and their families. Um, the VA has invested in so much training, staffing, resources, and um, other means necessary for us to be able to interact and help people when they're in crisis. Uh, with the dignity and respect they deserve. Um, a little bit about the uh, crisis intervention program. I can tell you that it focuses on responding to uh, situations uh, that involve people that are having a behavioral or mental health crises. Um, we are we are trained to help them with uh, again with the dignity and respect they deserve. And then when it comes to the victim advocacy program, um, that program is newer. And I believe right now, out of the all the VAs in the states, we're the very first one that has a victim advocacy program. I may be wrong on these stats, but I believe we're one of the first. Uh, this is a very unique and eclectic program that is designed to help people uh, with general needs that they may need when they become uh, victims of crime. Um, we support them with uh, the resources they may need by becoming the voice for them. Uh, we help them out with whatever legal needs, financial needs, medical, um, to help them ease the emotional impact that these uh, struggles may lead to their lives. Uh, the idea for this is uh, to help them um, when they're struggling through the criminal justice system because most police officers will focus on the suspect versus focusing on the victims. So right now the VA is trying to implement the point of uh, helping out in a, in a circle to where you're helping both. Um, and as you mentioned earlier, this ties up to my uh, psychology and uh, I really absolutely love it. There is not one day that I don't go home amazed with the experiences that I'm having there and all the knowledge that I'm getting from interacting with veterans. That sounds amazing, the type of work that you're doing, and it seems so important because of the fact that you have that psychology background. And I like the idea that you are focusing not just on the suspects, as you mentioned, but the victims of crime and the victims of sometimes um, very traumatic experiences. So, Rodney, what can you, can you tell me about the safety measures that Jesse Brown VA has taken to um, help the veterans but also the staff remain safe and do the work and doing their job every day? Okay, as far as the safety measures go, the VA is – very, very much into training. Uh, all of our officers are highly trained in different police tactics, as well as just dealing with the community and dealing with people inside of a hospital setting and outside of a hospital setting. We are very hands-on uh, when it comes to custom service. We want to make sure that our veterans feel safe. We want to make sure that our employees feel safe. 
within our facilities and outside our facilities, um, whether it be doing things in the community where the VA is involved or on station uh, the facilities where the VA is involved. Our officers train a lot in dealing with um, veterans with mental illness and uh, various other ailments. So they take their time. It, it, we slow the situations down versus just being police-oriented like uh, Lieutenant Diaz is saying. The training is paramount. I think that really makes a difference. Uh, outside uh, people that we use as far as NAMI, Chicago police, other local city, county, federal, state law enforcement, they all help us out as far as our training. So the training makes a really big difference, I think, as far as the safety goes. I think as a, as a military veteran, I could say training definitely I can see as being a big part of the job. And oftentimes we have had conversations about this in the past, the importance of training, not just in the military world, but in the civilian world, even in law enforcement, particularly in law enforcement, to make sure that you're ready for the job every day. Um, but that only comes from constant, constant training. Sebastian, what can you add to that? And plus, you've had about 23 years of experience in Chicago PD. Um, tell me what you can add to that. Anything else you want to you want to kind of let us know about what's important for people to know about the job and about what you do as far as promoting safety in the VA system. So um, we have a, a new chief. Uh, her name is Heather Mann. She started in 2020, and since then the department has developed two extensive strategic plans to ensure that we provide optimal service and safety within our jurisdiction. Um, the first plan that I want to talk about is our dedicated to mission competence, and that focuses on um, the skill sets that we develop in our officers, mentorship we offer, and our connection to the community that we serve. Our second plan focuses on active threat deterrence um, through physical security enhancements, um, staffing. Um, we're trying to get our uh, more officers means more visibility on the floor. Um, security initiatives, um, we advocate and facilitate change, and uh, we just work with the community. We have also pledged to train all of our officers, um, and that's 100% in crisis intervention training, and that's certified training. So we have a One Mind campaign uh, goal with our department. As a compliance officer, Sebastian, um, how do you keep the everything in line and making sure that all of the guidelines and rules and, and procedures are followed? And what do those compliance departments do as far as making sure that what, what's their role, I guess I should say, and how does that help in the community? Um, so, um, like you said, in my background, um, I'm in charge of overseeing uh, compliance for the department. Prior to becoming the compliance officer, I was the training coordinator. Um, and I regulated all the training that the officers did. Um, firearms, um, defensive tactics training, any training done in the department and outside the department that would be overseen by ONSLE, which is the Office of Safety and Law Enforcement, um, we're up to date on that. And most of our training is, has to be done either annually or semi-annually. So I'm the one that keeps the checks and balances of all of that. 
Mm. And then, Josephine, you're bilingual. So how does that help and is that common? Do you often see bilingual people working in law enforcement at this level and then also to help do the things that you're doing, particularly with helping people with issues with a psychology background, not just talking to people from a, from a punishment or, or a law enforcement standpoint, but actually helping victims? Um, how does being bilingual come into that? Playing by, uh, being bilingual has really helped me a lot. It has helped me connect beyond and be multicultural, which um, it's very effective nowadays. I mean, every philosophy out there is trying to reach out to be multicultural and help everybody, not focus on groups. <coughs> so in the VA itself, at this level, um, I, I believe I'm the only lieutenant right now, the only female lieutenant that speaks Spanish. There are other lieutenants there that are Spanish also, but their Spanish is a little a little rusty. <laughs> um, so I can tell you that uh, my Spanish has been very helpful. I'm able to introduce um, and, and uh, um, translate information to the veterans when they come in. Believe it or not, some of the veterans that go into um, medical conditions where I hope I'm allowed to say like dementia, for example, mm-hmm. or Alzheimer's, they forget their short term memory and they start um, they go back to their old roots. So if Spanish was their first language, they start speaking Spanish mm-hmm. and, and they forget how to speak English. So when it comes to my Spanish, I'm able to help them in there. I'm able to introduce whatever services they may need because of my Spanish speaking uh, nature. Wow, that's um, amazing. Yes, and, I, and I'm sorry, just to elaborate back on uh, the other question with safety, and I know I had this note that I wanted to put out there. Part of our safety, too, some of the measures that uh, this chief, since uh, uh, we were mentioned our chief, she's an amazing person. I love her to death because she has made this department grow in a very positive way. Um, another implementation that she has introduced for safety, which is part of the um, uh, victim advocacy program, the VMED program, and even the compliance is uh, the philosophy of the trauma-informed um, strategies that is uh, supported by uh, uh, the enhancing law enforcement response of victims. Uh, it is a second edition, I believe. Uh, this this strategy um, is in an effort to help people feel uh, valuable and introduces uh, federal, state, local campus and trivial law to um, the law enforcement that we apply in the uh, Department of Veterans Affairs. So this method kind of ties down with the experience that we were talking about. Like, I don't have that experience. He comes with that experience from the streets, um, from working as a police officer in Chicago. Um, um, Williams also comes with so much experience in the mental health, and he has been in the VA for so long. And we just have become part of the family. Wow. Now, my last question is for Rodney. So we have about, about a minute left, roughly. So tell me, what, what is your, where is your oper- field of operations? Is it, is it strictly on VA campuses, or do you, um, do you operate outside of the VA campus at any, now, any given time? No, right now uh, with the, the VMED team, we're, the next closest team is in Ohio. So we are operating anywhere in the state of Illinois and Indiana. We're taking uh, Northwest Indiana. We just started taking calls maybe a month ago. So we, we are totally mobile. We are, uh, the team consists of myself and a social worker 
and we attend to veterans that are in crisis situations, danger to themselves, others, uh, unable to care for themselves, suicidal, homicidal. We respond to those crisis calls. Wow. You guys have a lot of work ahead of you, and I uh, really appreciate the work that you're doing. Did not know you guys existed. and glad to know that you do exist, um, and you're there to help the community. This is America's Heroes Group, a relative with a partner, Jesse Brown VA. We have the uh, people that are working on the police department to serve the Department of Veterans Affairs, the Department of Veterans Affairs, a police department, which helps people in crisis, particularly the Veterans Mental Evaluation Team, the VMET team. We appreciate your time, and thanks for coming on our show. Thank you. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.